Well, let's talk a little real estate. There are some signs that BC's real estate market is starting to recover from what many would describe as a bit of a slump when it comes to sales and prices. Experts hoping those numbers will continue to improve. We've been looking at those numbers from the BC Real Estate Association, but what is actually happening with listings and open houses and such? Well, Doug Gibson is joining us now with Personalized Real Estate. Doug, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me. Well, it's always nice to get the perspective of what's happening with listings and prices. And I know you've seen uh, some things happening that really do look like uh, things are rebounding. Yeah, you know, I think in some segments of the market, we've hit the bottom. Uh, We definitely are getting uh, a lot of people coming through again. So townhouses, for example, are receiving multiple offers again. I sold a unit on Monday and I had 10 offers on this. And that's been the most since way back in March last year. Wow. That, that does seem like we haven't been looking at scenarios like that or hearing about scenarios like that much lately. No. And what's happening is more so at the lower price point of each type of product. So uh, in my neighborhood, which is right around Kensington Park, uh, a couple of uh, you know 1950s bungalows each sold, one sold about 60000 and the other 70000 over. So definitely got multiple offers. I didn't hear how many on that one, but um, they were priced well, uh, they were in good shape, and, and they got offers because another house in the same area was priced around one point seven five, and it's not selling. So you have to be at kind of the, the today's price. You have to be really up to speed at what's going on right now. Well, and we've talked about that before as well in that when when things start to shift and maybe it can take some time for sellers to catch up to that, if if things are going down and sellers still want maybe what the price was six months before. But is is this a a case of do you think things have kind of caught up and people are, are more realistic about what the price is going to be? Yeah, definitely. I I sold a couple of townhouses in January and, uh, you know, they were real sleepers. Like they were on the market already in December. Uh, Nobody put offers on them. So they relisted pretty much the same price and they were good price. And we were able to snatch them up without multiple offers. And I think buyers are just ready. I think that, you know, uh, with interest rates the way they are, even coming down a little bit, uh, you know, the pent up demand has been there. And, you know, we were at about 43% 43% below the 10-year average on sales in January. And uh, last month, it was only about 23%. So quite a, quite an increase. And, and inventory is still quite low. I, I was going to ask you about both of those things. So let's start with interest rates, because how much of an impact are interest rates having, even though, like you said, things, things aren't still racing up, but that must still be making it difficult for some to either get into the market or to if they're trying to maybe get into something bigger. Absolutely. So I would say, you know, in in East Van, the $3 million market is still very slow. Um, You know, West Side, over $4 million is really slow. So I have this this great program with Snapstats, and it shows you what uh, segments are are selling and whatnot. So they'll do, you know, a $100,000 price range. So they'll do what's selling in the five to $600,000 price range. And most of the markets, Burnaby, Vancouver, uh, you know, the Tri-Cities even are, are back into seller's markets. So what I've been saying to my clients is like, don't left, be left behind the curve because it is, things are popping, but you do have to be priced right. You know, another unit in a, in a, in a townhouse complex that a client of mine lives in, 
just listed and I said, ooh, that seems high. And I do think it will sit. So it doesn't mean that you list, you sell. You have to be at a price that makes sense for buyers. And if there's five buyers that all think that's a good price, they will often, you know, get into competition with each other. And what about inventory as far as people listing and and what kind of inventory are you seeing out there? Uh, The inventory is okay. Um, You know, it's, 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 but it's still most, most types of, in most places it's thin and, 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 you know, renovated units that people can get into, like they, they don't have to do a big rental. They don't have to blow things out. Those are even less. So if you're, you know, if you had 70 listings, how many of those are actually, you know, updated, ready to go? Those are the ones that are always going to catch the top dollar. Right. That makes sense. Uh, are the new rules, I know we've talked to, about some of the new rules that have come in uh, that the, the provincial government has brought in for various different reasons. Are you seeing any of those having an impact as far as how things are playing out? Uh, not so much. I mean, it's, it's, I had some other, I had some real estate agents who were involved in the offer this on Monday asked me, you know, how I was going to, you know, operate with it because they'd seen, or they've heard somebody who had, you know, put in an offer sight unseen uh, with the, with the, you know, because of the rescission period. But I mean, most people that are serious, A, aren't going to want to pay, you know, it's $2,500 on a million dollar offer. So, you know, percentage wise, that's not a lot, but most people don't want to give up that kind of money. So, you know, and in these, and it re- the rescission only really is effect- in effect when you have a no subject offer. If you have subjects, those essentially, you know, the rescission becomes you know a moot point. It's still there, but you're, you you get out of a, a contract because of one of the subjects. So more so, it's a honestly, Jill, it's kind of a nuisance. And I think for the for the sellers, it's hard because you know you 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 get multiple offers on Monday and you have to wait till. Friday morning and wake up to know whether somebody's changed their mind or not. So um, it's there. We all have to deal with it. We are. But uh, no, I at this point haven't heard any stories that, uh, you know, somebody got somebody got affected. And it's, you, you know, the realtor's job, too, is to pick the people who they think are going to follow through. And hopefully they have a relationship with the other agent. Um, and that helps. You know, I've been around for 16 years, so I quite often know the agents that I'm working with and and that can really be a big advantage. Right. And you mentioned, too, offers without subjects. Are you still seeing that happen? Because I, I think that was one of the, the reasons that that rule was brought in or that was certainly getting the attention just in the, the kind of the frenzy of the market. Is that still happening or are people a bit more measured? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. That's, that's the only reason that was brought in. Because like I said, if you had, if you, if you had an offer with four day, even one day subject and you don't remove it because of the subject like you do an inspection, there's no penalty. It's just like a normal transaction. So the, the rescission period was brought in for, you know, the, the, the idea was to give people some time to do their due diligence. But it's, I mean, it's an expensive due diligence because you've got to pay the penalty to get out if you're the winning offer. So, I mean, most people do their due diligence ahead of time or well-qualified. Um, and, you know, people will do an inspection. Like, we had an inspection done ahead of time. Um, so, with, uh, with, with, with yes, so offers coming in no subject, yes, that is happening once again. You know, people are, are well-qualified. They're over 20% down. They're 25, 35% down. I mean, the bank of mom and dad is helping out a lot of, a lot of people or, 
you know, they've, they're selling a one bed condos and they've made money and they're moving into a two or three bedroom or it's two people moving in together. So that's, that's really how the market's still moving. And, um, I think, like I said, the, the lower end of the price points are, are moving once again. So we're, we're expecting interest rates to come down. And I think that the word that's helping people gain some confidence that it's not going to go six and eight and 9%. It's, you know, it's some of them, some of them are at 6%, but you can get a five-year fix at 489 right 4.89 right now right and this is generally the busy time of year isn't it springtime for for real estate yeah. do, do you see that that as we get into further into april may we'll be seeing that again yeah i mean it, it ramped up in march like we're our, Mar- our january february was slow it was an excellent time to buy and now we're we're back into you know i had i'm sure i had 70 groups through my my three open houses <laughs> All right. Well, Doug, thanks so much. I know it is a busy time of year for you. So thanks so much, though, for joining us with this update. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm not too busy today. I've got the five-year-old up at Blackcomb right now. Oh, nice. (laughs) Very nice. All right. Thanks again so much for your time. Okay, you're welcome.